welcome back to the Q&R code. This is Quinn. And this is Riley. Happy New Year. I guess happy 2024. I just in my mind for a second was like, oh, we've already had a New Year episode, but that doesn't that doesn't change the sentiment. And I in fact have been feeling like things have gotten a little too far with people needing immediacy for stuff and i want to post a little like 2023 year recap like people do on instagram of going through like highlights of the month and then i was like i guess that's kind of over now though and now i'm like okay we're four days into january or whatever it is and it's like last year's totally over i don't even want to see that or hear about it anymore it's so crazy like obviously it doesn't become irrelevant just because a couple days pass so i'm letting go of that pressure for myself and just um yeah embracing the day by day and that sorry we're not always exactly perfectly timely in this fast-paced constantly changing world sometimes things are not exactly instant in the moment and i think we can all accept that even in this internet riddled life i just think we need to we get to choose what we want to reclaim and one of the things we're reclaiming is letting things be in for longer like it's okay if you're not like when people are like oh my gosh christmas is already passed don't be talking about that our life it's okay for things to stay in your sphere for more than the actual moment it's occurring like in fact Mm -hmm. i kind of think that attitude is healing me with some stuff like I agree. I felt the same way. I was like, oh my gosh, it's literally when it was day one, as you know, I texted you on New Year's Eve and was like, am I literally too late if I wait till tomorrow to post? You're like, Quinn, no. But I was like, I've seen everyone's already. Are they going to be? And I know people have the attitude like, we're over that. But I just need to know that I'm not trying to please like maybe maybe you're not my crowd or the person i'm trying to please if that's your kind of vibe or attention span because i just want to live a happy peaceful life that feels wholesome and fulfilled and that might not be exactly according to everyone else's schedule Mm -hmm. also it's just funny because i don't we know that you don't like live life in a constant straight line of only headed towards the future at all times and the past never informing the moment like of course everything is a cumulative experience but there is a funny pressure to keep things fresh and relevant and i'm like well the rest of my life isn't irrelevant just because it's behind me in fact we all know and understand that those experiences deeply inform what we're going through in the current and i also need to just practice not putting arbitrary pressure on myself because i've never posted something from the past and had someone be like 
oh was that today no okay well then who cares move along like nobody yeah. else has made me feel that way but i just know that there are a lot of creators that feel like that and are like i wouldn't post something from two years ago and that's fine and maybe if it's your full job there is that so but even then i'm like i don't care with the people that i follow i'm not like Oh, no, I demand to see things that are in the moment or give me nothing at all. That is just, yeah. Anyway, um, that's just something that moving into this year, I am like going through the backlogs a lot because like when and I have talked yeah. about, we're wanting to more like put things out that make us feel creative and happy and inspired or whatever else rather than consuming as much and a lot of that is going to be going into the archives because i have lots of stuff that never that i had intentions to whatever create something with that never made it out so get ready to see me clearly younger clearly in the past <laughs> well also you're like we've talked about with you it can be a dead giveaway because of your hair and with me it can be Oh, welcome, Pinkerton. It can be a dead giveaway because of my tattoos and stuff. But before we get any farther, you guys, I wanted to introduce our episode today. Um, while you listen to Pinkerton's little click clack toes on my hardwood floor, um, <laughs> we are going to be talking about, speaking of the internet, things that we love about the internet and things we find beauty in people that we find share like beautiful sentiments, beautiful things. Just we have, you know, I think we all collectively probably feel like the internet can really bring you down, but we want to talk about what lifts us up with the internet. And we're both really excited about this episode. It's such a love hate space. I think we yeah. all have the things about being, so chronically online that can feel just too much and not always good but i think that there is so much to be gained and i don't like to have kind of a nihilistic view of just like ugh the world would be better without this this is ruining our lives and let it bring you down 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 because we're not getting away from it so we might as well find a way to make it like be a more positive experience in our daily lives yeah definitely um we're gonna do some quick life updates before we get started but same as you riley i feel like i have so much content that some of it it's not like every time i've taken a photo or a video it's intended use is to be seen by others or to go up on TikTok or Instagram or anything. But whenever I committed to myself that I was going to start making more TikToks, I I realized, oh my gosh, I have like no videos for whatever reason. I just wasn't really, I was so rarely taking videos. It was almost all photos. So then I started to feel this pressure to be recording things so much. And uh, unfortunately, I don't know. the. Pr it has to be literally two percent of the stuff i have filmed has actually made its way on to the internet and i'm like 
Ugh, that's okay. Like it's it's fine, but there are some things where I'm like, do I literally go through the work of going through my thirty five thousand photos and videos on my phone back to like figure out what I was trying to do, or do I just have to move forward? I guess we'll just see, and I'm gonna let the pressure roll off my back, and if it makes its way onto social media, it does, and if not. Oh, well, I guess it just, it can serve as a little memory for me, you know? Yeah, it just makes me nauseous to even think about how to organize all that stuff. But I'm hoping to implement a system that makes me feel happy. Because like you said, it's not like I'm like, ugh, why do I even have all these photos if they haven't been posted? But... Uh, to a certain extent, I'm like, yeah, that was, that definitely was, like, taken because I have, like, these creative desires and intentions to, like, I had a vision for how these things could come together, and now it's just, like, a bunch of random, unorganized, just literally one big camera roll that you can scroll through that, oof. It is a lot, but it'll be fun to start doing them. I think I said last episode that I did my first little TikTok, and I don't, I don't have um, a lot to say about that. That was not uh, any cinematic achievement by any means. But I was like, wow, just doing that one thing made me feel like, oh, cute. That's fun. That's fun for me to get to look at. It was satisfying. So maybe that's getting the ball rolling to start down that road a little bit more. Um, but I I was curious what your life updates are going to be at the first. I pretty much have some minor things going on right now. But the thing that I did want to come on here and share is that Quinn really got me started with sourdough my husband has been making it for i don't know if it's been a full year yet just a few months maybe i don't know but britain's been doing it for a while and so i've just had the luxury of having access to it but i haven't actually been the baker the maker and it just is fun and i want to know how to do it too and i also want to get more I don't know if you'd say artisanal, perhaps, but I love beautiful loaves of bread in a bakery that like are so aesthetically pleasing, so delicious. I think that would be a great thing to be able to bring as um, like a host gift when you're coming over to someone's house for dinner. If you know you have in your arsenal like a fire loaf of bread you can do. First try can only be described as a flop. I was prepared for that to happen. I know they can be finicky. And I think that I just doubted myself a little bit. I did the process, but throughout it, I was like, is this right? I don't know how, if this is looking quite right. And it was, it was not, but you can't get me out of the saddle that easy. I, that same night was like, all right, I'm going to feed the starter try again because I need some bread and that one didn't do it. And it turned out so much better. It was so delicious. I'm not saying it's the most immaculate sourdough that's ever been made, but it certainly 
buttered my whistle <laughs> and I was happy that we got it got it going and Quinn made a very beautiful loaf speaking of content Quinn posted a beautiful picture of her bread that is truly what made me be like all right Quinn send me this recipe let's get going because I'm gonna need some of that sitting on my countertop as well yeah well that's the thing is sorry i'm like my little my little dogter as i have been saying so chuggy so millennial i know um she's she's needing a little extra love today so i have to rub her little head um sorry if she's loud but yeah i that's what i'm saying right is i was so proud of you for getting back on and making a new one that night um because that's the thing everyone is literally like bright yellow posted signs everywhere that if you are starting on your sourdough journey you have to expect for there to be failures and successes and that's what like every little blog mama that i've been reading their stuff has said like every i've full-on read a full sourdough cookbook and that's that's just the vibe it's like you win some you lose some but you keep winning more and more and more as you go but yeah my Mm -hmm. first loaf i have to say i'm so proud it was quite the success but i felt the same way as you i didn't know so many times throughout this process i was like uh if this is how it's supposed to look i don't know i literally couldn't tell you but then it just turned out great and yeah it was delish and i'm stoked i feel the same way definitely going to have that in my toolkit to give people because i love sharing food and joy with people so that'll be fun that was one of my updates as well and my little cat stevie who I, first of all, just want to say, I don't feel like we give enough shout outs to our pets that aren't Roger and Pinkerton. And then I was thinking about it. I'm like, well, Riley doesn't have anyone else to shout out, but sorry to all of my other kids. If they're feeling a little like left behind she more than makes up for the, the, the holes that I'm experiencing for lack yeah. of other pets. He does his, he's like, gosh, I have so much work cut out for me to make myself the most relevant center of the universe. Yeah. Well, but he Stevie keeps doing it. Is a sourdough thief. Stevie is the most feral girl in the whole world. If there's any, if you had to describe feral rat with a person, place, or thing, it would be Stevie, my cat, my little Siamese mix. That is a feral okay. girl. And she. Quinn, not in the way, once you describe, yes, in this particular way, but you don't look at Stevie and think, oh, you little feral no. rat. There are certain cats that you you just glance uh, no. their direction and you're like. <laughs> no, she doesn't she doesn't give that look at all. She's very beautiful, very pretty. She's my sweet little girl. And she's so sweet and I love her. But when it comes to food, she is a scavenger like I've never seen before. Like it is nuts. But yeah, she's just been every step of the sourdough process she tried to eat my starter she was eating my dough like she is just she is the bane of my existence when it comes to sourdough because i'm like this literally has to be left out on the counter like please is there 
something. I don't know how I'm going to be able to deter her. But on to my next life update, still pertaining to the cats. I thought this was so funny because I've just been feeling like, okay, I need to... I want to make all of my animals' lives feel as enriched as possible, obviously. And... I feel so good about it with everyone but the cats. And I know that's me guilt tripping myself. I do a great job. They literally get so much playtime every day, but I do not let them outside without me. Like I unfortunately care so much about their life and them having a full life and a long life that where I live, it is straight up just not safe for them to go outside without me. Like there are so many predators right outside my door that it's like literally a guaranteed chance they are sh vastly shortening their lifespans so i've been like what am i gonna do so, it's so crazy to say there are so many predators right outside my door <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, but that's I how I feel. That. That's how I felt this morning when I got literally seven calls from the same number, Riley, that I didn't tell you. That's the, I got a few calls from them a few days ago, that same number, and it is not spam. And I know because I answered the first time and they said my name. It was clearly a boy, like a man, uh, someone probably around our age. I don't know if I'm being harassed, like, I don't know what's happening, but they answered and said the first time, like a few nights ago, Quint, is your car open? And I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> and they, no. like, we're like, okay, whatever. And I hung up the phone and was like literally heart pounding on my chest. This morning, I got seven calls in a row, literally call, didn't answer, pick up call, didn't answer call they seven times in a row and i finally decided oh. on the seventh one i was like i'm terrified my heart is beating out of my chest like i don't know what's happening i checked it was the same number who i had also texted multiple of my like family and said do you guys know like who this is because they said my name they full on said my name and so i'm like what the hell is happening so i answered and i texted sean what they said they literally said you got it and i didn't say anything obviously i just i was i was like if i answer is this literally giving away my location or some shit like i don't know what Quinn's this like, means i don't know the longer they can trace it <laughs> i know i actually i'm like i don't know like am i being stupid i don't know but like it was just it was right when i got up this morning and just making me so anxious so I answered, and Riley, look who's here. Do you see this? Gosh, this girl will not leave me alone. Um, I answered, and they said, you got it? Okay, bet. <laughs> and hung up. Yeah. They hung up. So obviously, I then immediately blocked them. Yeah, I was going to say, that, but I just would have... If you're not... If you're going to call me like that seven times in a row if you're gonna call me twice in a row then it's enough of an issue that you should be leaving me a voicemail you can That's leave me a I voicemail and then i have the decision to make okay is this something that is relevant that pertains to me and i'll give you a call yeah. back 
But if you're going to be calling me off the hook and not leave a voicemail to explain yourself, that's when I'm just like, then it must not have been that important or you're not respecting my time. <laughs> so block. <laughs> I just, I know uh, that is so weird. My that, little that crime junkie when... mind. I just couldn't help it, but like eventually answer. And I knew I should have blocked them the first time. Obviously I thought like, should I block them? But then that they called again, I was like, Oh my God. Cause it was several days ago. Like it was before the new year. I don't know. Anyway, they're blocked now. Hopefully I like am not being stalked or something. I don't know. But anyway. So was there anything guys- in your car? They're asking if your car is unlocked and then they're saying you got it. So did you check your car? No. And also don't scare me. I literally I, like, no, I didn't check my car. I'm just like, maybe <laughs> make a Sean open it. <laughs> Oh my god, that is terrifying. Anyway, back okay. to your kitty cats. <laughs> god, yeah, back to my kitty cats. Anyway, so I have harnesses for them, and they're so cute and so hilarious, and they're both very small cats. I don't know, it's just so funny. But Stevie is pretty much fine out there on her own, but Lucifer does not really want to be left alone outside, but she wants the quality time of being outside. And I'm like, you guys... Mommy has a lot going on. It's so hard. But so I literally have little strings for them. Like it's not an actual leash. It's just little paracord strings. And what I ultimately did the other day, because I've just been feeling like, okay, I love you and you need this quality time, but like, I don't really have the time in the day to just sit and like kick my feet back while they're out there so i had them both on their paracords made loops on both of the ends unbuttoned my pants hooked the loops of the paracord into my jeans buttoned it back up and was doing a workout out there with them while they were both exploring and it was just cracking me up like if anyone saw me doing that there's literally like two cats from like coming out my jeans and i'm just doing like literal workouts it was it was very good quality time and also i felt like just killing so many birds with one stone again hate that phrase need to think of something better but yeah it i felt like the master mom of the universe i think the most startling part of that story is you saying you were doing a workout in jeans Well, it was one of those things where it's not like I had time to plan, time to change. Like I was in my outfit from feeding all the animals, doing all the stuff. Like I'm in the middle of barn woman life. And I was just like, yeah, like this is what it is. I'm not, I, I don't have time to go change. Like I am out here right now. Time is of the essence. That is the cowgirl lifestyle. Yeah, well, I do know that cats love to explore, and I'm glad that you find a way to give them that experience without it being a danger, because I will say my neighbor has a cat. I mean, lots of the neighbors have cats, but this particular cat is one that is constantly darting across the street, like right in front of cars or being under cars, and then they start their engines, and I am just always terrified, and... I was just chatting with them about something else and said, oh, I saw 
whatever they're cut <laughs> playing over there and she goes yeah we've just come to terms with the fact that she's probably going to get hit by a car one of these days but it, that's just that's just what it is because she loves it so and i guess that's good to be able to be <laughs> coming to terms with your pet's mortality but i will say she's a kitty I think they've had her for maybe just over a year and they're just like, yeah, she's probably going to get hit by a car soon. I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, I guess my red flag is that I care so much about their lives that I like just can't, I, I can't come to terms with that. Um, okay. One of my last life updates. No, I'm doing two rapid fire. First of all, I have the ocean blues. I let Riley know this morning. It makes me sad. I get to this place where I just start missing the ocean and I'm in it right now. I love the ocean. Always been super called to it. Uh, can't live there. Have too much going on, but can't wait to be back. Also, next, climate is changing too quick for me to feel comfortable to move to a coast. Sorry. Yeah, well, not like I could afford actual coastal living anyway, but yeah, also randomly, I'm so afraid of a tsunami. Anyway, um, <laughs> also, you guys, we decided on doing a week sober, just so you know, we're, I mean, I think we're both pretty much fully alcohol sober. I'm, I'm going to be continuing that, but um, yeah, Riley and I are doing that, so we'll see if we end up doing the month or not, but we're doing at least a week so that feels good all right if that's right. if we're doing at least a week then it's almost over wow I know. what a streak but last year we did do full yeah dry january which was fine the but full month. Yeah, yeah it's if nothing else a tea break if it goes longer then that's just because we're so brave um yeah my only other update <laughs> to share really is got back home therefore got back to the gym did a bar class anyone that's familiar knows that they just really know how to burn out particularly the booty but really anything it's like low weights or no weights but they just do enough repetitions that you get a burn going and i was like oh, okay nice that felt good. Tomorrow morning, I'll go to another class because I was just feeling like, okay, I'm on a roll, getting back into it. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Have you seen that? that video of this guy being like, this is a 20 year old male experiencing the actual like peak high that he's ever had. And he will never like feel this euphoric again. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> no i have not that seen that but sounds just about right <laughs> but uh, i was like okay i'm going to go i said to bright into an early morning class it was at 8 15 so it's not like it's that early they some people are wild with their workout classes but for me that's that's earlier than i normally get into the gym so i was running just right on time, which I don't prefer for a fitness class because you have to like go and grab your 
supplies and set up your thing or whatever. And I just don't want to be disruptive. So I'm hustling in there like right when the minute the class is supposed to start. But it wasn't super full. There's plenty of space. It wasn't an issue. They hadn't been started. So I was like, okay, great. And then more people started filtering into the class. And I was like, oh, maybe the instructor knew that people were coming late. So she's just like not starting yet. And then more people kept coming in. And I was like, okay, like this is getting extremely full. And at this point, it's five minutes after the class was supposed to start. So I was like, that's definitely later than most people would start it. And then I had the realization, I'm not in the right room. I came to the wrong studio and now it's too late because we're seven minutes into a class. Like I can't switch and go into the other one this late. So I'm committed. (laughs) And I was like, okay, this isn't Pilates mat. Let me pull out my phone. Look up what I am in here for. Heated cardio sculpt is the name of this class. I was like, um, damn that no that literally shivers down my spine yeah when you're like you have to prepare i have to prepare a good 24 hours before like mentally to take a class like that also you have to make sure it's like you have to have taken enough time between like not having water and stuff to be ready to absolutely like become nauseous you know those classes like yeah that was an immediate issue that i knew was going to happen because i get nauseated a lot and i was like oh no (laughs) damn also maybe this is me stepping into my cardio era but those that know know that that is not a thing that i typically elect to participate in and again heated it was already hot in that room and i was like no so that was extremely brave that i stayed and i did participate in the class and it was basically jumping jacks high knees mountain climbers um sweaty sweaty town usa and it was good like brayden was like okay but how's the class i'm like fine i'm just never gonna i never say never but i'm not one of those people that walks away from something like that i'm like oh my gosh yes awesome no i was like mentally this is hell can i physically do this clearly but i am not having like a party right now and i am nauseous and i am wondering what i did to deserve this this morning when i was just trying to be a good girl and go to an early again not that early but a morning fitness class but that that's kind of the extent of what i have to share for what's going on with me recently basically i just need a pat on the back for doing two day workouts back to back including a deeply sweaty the type of sweaty where when we brought it down to the mat i audibly heard squelching when my butt cheeks my mat i was like I'm I'm not well that the cool down also, for this not class. what you just did with your hand. Can you please <laughs> not do that? Uh, the cool down for the class was an ab series. I'm like 
cool. This is yeah, not literally my speed. Do that. They're like, surprise, we're doing 15 minutes of abs or something, or even five minutes. I'm like, do you realize how much that is? That's so long of that. Like, don't. But I, we are really proud of you. We're patting you on the back. And we also understand if you don't want to sign up for that class again. But let's hop into the things we love about Miss Internet. Why don't you yeah, can start, we start with right. a little creator corner? Because there are definitely, when I when we were talking about this topic, the first thing that came to mind was just faces of these incredible creators that you go onto their account and I'm like, without fail, you just make me feel like everything is probably going to be okay in the world. Also, we... Obviously, if we were making a comprehensive list, that would have taken the entirety of the whole episode for like, there's so many great creators out there. And also, my little yeah. brain can only think of so much when it's put on the spot. But yeah, you start exactly. us off and then we'll keep on adding. And we'll do it like semi rapid fire for this, but not just naming the creator because that's not enough. We're going to want to talk about them. So I should have written down handles when I was making my notes, but I didn't. I just wrote down people's names. Do you know the person Michael that is spelled differently than Michael usually is that it works at the library? Do you ever see their videos? Uh -uh. I don't think so. Oh my gosh. They are the best. They are a library employee and they're just such an uplifting amazing creator where they call like people that come into the library like library whatever they'll say like this library kid or this library adult was talking to me and just the stories that they share are so sweet and it's lovely because I, it's just a good message all around. Like they're trying to get more people into the library and they talk about either experiences they have with kids coming in that previously like didn't really think they could read, but they ask about some of their interests and then they get so inspired and show them like the section with the books about soccer or whatever. And a kid would just like lights up and is like so into it or people that come like uh, he'll say like a library adult with a library kid come in and that's where they do their visitation like if they're maybe don't have c custody of their kid when they need an opportunity to get to socialize with them that the library is a place where a lot of people can do that because it's like a good neutral space but it also has fun things they can like use the free access computers or play some of their library games and i don't know every time i see one of their videos it's just the best. And while you talk about the next one, I'll find their handle so I can actually recommend them better for people. That sounds so sweet. Gotta love also just library content. Okay, mine, I just had to mention Miss Dylan Mulvaney. She is seriously, I th I'm sure I've spoken about her on the podcast. Maybe not, but I think so. She is so 
kind and smart and just an uplifting person. But the way she kind of got known on the internet is by doing a Days of Girlhood series on TikTok um, because she was so brave to like openly share about her transition. Um, And oh my gosh, like the amount of hate that she has received and just such such brutal at the she has had to face so much disturbing transphobia and i'm just so proud of her and lucky to have her continuing to show up and share as vulnerably as she does on the internet literally knowing that people are going to be horrible but I'm anyway, we I actually want to talk more about her a little bit later. So I'll just keep it there. But her name is Dylan Mulvaney. Yeah. She's a super, super sweetie and just smart, awesome, talented trans person that I think is so worth the follow. Yeah, Dylan was next on my list as well. She just is always such a feel good space, even when, like you said, her account which should be able to be just like a totally safe happy place for her is often not because people come with bigotry and trolling and just being horrible and still she manages to make like everything so positive um the next person that i wanted to give a shout out to is francis bourgeois who loves trains and train watching. Quinn, do you know who I'm talking about? (laughs) No. Oh my gosh. (laughs) He is the best. He is, I forget. I think it's called, no, there's another word for it, like train watching, where he is a train aficionado fanatic loves them knows all about the rail system i believe they're british they have an accent i think they live in england but um he goes and puts like one of those cameras i don't know if it's considered like a 360 camera or what but he like mounts a camera up on his head on a headband and like looks down towards his face so you get to watch his reaction when he goes and does train watching and he'll tell you like what train is coming through the station and he gets so excited for it and knows a lot of the conductors by name and will like ask for them to like to the train horn and when they do he's like <gasps> like so excited just you will never see more like pure happiness than him watching so the trains cute. and then he'll get in his car and like go to the next station if it's one of his favorite like engines he follows it all day for the stations that they're passing through and gets out of his car and watches it again and each time it's like equally as excited about it and yeah i just i love watching their videos it makes you, i it doesn't matter that you don't care about trains there are certain people that probably are right there with him but for me i'm like wow just seeing someone that is so passionate about something that makes them 
clearly so happy is just exhilarating and i love it that is so sweet you saying that like watching someone be so happy weirdly brought to mind those compilations where like the accounts i do not watch these accounts but i've seen the compilations where they literally are throwing a ping pong ball or whatever and trying to like their trick shots and there's a compilation of when they actually get it after throwing it whatever 561 times and how excited they get each time it always cracks me up um but next for me is mama tot i think that her handle is like shoe lover 99 or something on tiktok but and yes, I forget her actual real name. Like she, I think people know her as Mama Tot, but she is so, so sweet. And she, she's a Christian and I think she lives in the South. I know where she lives. I'm just, it's, I'm spacing right now, but she spreads the, or her whole point pretty much is just spreading the message of love and like acceptance and spreading love to, um, like people in the queer community specifically she just thinks it i think that it's important to as a christian be sharing that love and showing like no i obviously have love for everyone no matter any of that stuff and she also talks about realness and like heaviness she's going through i think she's lost a child and that obviously affects you forever but she's so sweet and so nice and she's just like such a good vibe of so genuinely can be like she's done a video where she's just like come sit down with me and we're gonna like eat some food are you enjoying here is like what whatever take another bite and in a way that is actually just so genuine that for me if i did that it would be like so wonky and funky but for her doing it is just like feels so supportive and just such a warm good vibe i haven't seen her instagram or anything but her tiktok is so yeah. sweet i don't know if i know of her i'll have to look it up but that is so 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 fun i just i love people making a good community and space on their platform um the next person that i wanted to share doesn't share their name on the internet as far as i can tell it's like not readily accessible on their instagram but their handle is the girly black farmer and it's exactly what it sounds like she's just this gorgeous black woman that is all about like sustainable living she's an herbalist and she's building out her little homestead and farm and i think she's gonna make it into like a retreat space maybe um I don't follow, I don't see people's content religiously almost ever, but she'll make videos like how to become a farmer or like what this is how I'm starting my mushrooms growing and things like that. So if you like that sort of content, which I do, I love seeing like homesteading and more making your own food and working your own land yes. sort of thing. That's super cool. And also like, obviously she brings way more value to the table than this but being following black creators i do just think again like we i think we, it was the last episode we talked about this like i just think that's important as well and i 
notice how many more i just i swear like all that i'm really fed unless i seek it out just seems to be way more white creators and yeah i don't know i feel like their content like trends more often and all that stuff it's just definitely pushed to you which we don't even need to go into that that just seems so disgusting and stupid but whatever and also in agriculture i feel like it can become such a whitewash space even though so many ag workers are people of color so i appreciate that no that's great um you guys know we love chelsea jade curtis and jc marie smith the what we said girls we will always be stands um and they're just the type of girls that i'm like for a fact i just know we would be friends you guys and have always felt that way and also it's so funny the amount of times on their podcast and stuff that they will end up talking about something that we have recently talked about or vice versa or like they will do an episode that i had written in my notes like I want to do an episode discussing this. So I just think we're on the same wavelength. Love their accounts in general, but I really bring them up to say Leif, who is JC's husband. Oh my um, gosh. Leif Carlson <laughs> has the literal best TikTok ever. And unfortunately, he's not super active on it. Like he has been at times, but I don't think he's posted for a while. But he mostly just posts dance videos and they are absolute fire flames that's all that needs to be said about it definitely go enjoy yourself a scroll yeah i love his dancing but also he and jc right now are going through such an intense period because they have had fertility issues and they're doing embryo transfers with ivf and that you can see on jc's youtube And that is another version of beauty on the internet. I feel like it's not necessarily super like happy, light, feel good. Like it's a very emotional journey with a lot of disappointment for them. But I think that that's really like special and cool when people share something that is so deeply personal and vulnerable and it's nothing like revolutionary to get vulnerable on the internet. I know a lot of people do that in different ways, but something like that, I just watching those videos, you feel so much compassion for people and what different like families have to go through to start a family is not always super conventional. And I think that that, yeah, I like that side of the internet as well. It's not only like happy-go-lucky. There's other really meaningful ways that we get to interact with people in this parasocial way. Um, this is a really new follow for me. I think her handle is Lily Lou Tay, but her name is Hannah Taylor. But I've sent quite a couple of her videos already because I'm like, I just love her. She does. She is like a mom and i don't think from what i see so far that it's really like mommy content it's more cooking content it's all like baking cooking she'll be like today we're gonna make a lemon cake and makes a video of it but she is so cute i love her so much she's southern and has the best accent making her recipes they look delish and then her husband always like comes in at the end 
to try the bite and they're so cute like they just look like they have a beautiful relationship i know you only see such a small slice on the internet but when you see them looking to each other i'm like okay they're in love i'm in love it's so cute and i get happy every single time i see one of her videos couldn't couldn't recommend her more and i should honestly try some of her recipes because they look so delish but haven't yet yum yeah gotta gotta love that and that's so sweet yeah she seems awesome um there are so many more people i could recommend but my last one on this list specifically is sammy i don't know if you say jeff coat jeff like i probably am such a silly american but um she is also british (laughs) oh boy i always feel so worldly um but she's so awesome she i found her on tiktok she has a great instagram as well but she does like get dressed with me's and stuff and her mission basically is just for people to wear what they want live the life they want to live and just do things that make them feel happy and proud and she is heavily tattooed and she just like loves tattoos and loves jewelry and i just love looking at her stuff i mean she has very very beautiful designer clothes and jewelry but it's really fun and i love like so much of her stuff too i'm just like yes straight up i would wear that but she's just really nice and cool as well yeah i love her style um i have one last one to share as well this is specifically i think a tiktok creator but since i haven't been on the tiktok as of late i don't know how much he's posting or not but sam barsky and i don't know if you can picture who that is when i say that off the top yes i'm getting a nod comedian Um, no sam barsky i mean he might as well be a comedian because he is very funny but he knits sweaters and oh yeah i was thinking of someone else he will say this is my sweater that i'm wearing over like a green screen backdrop of a similar scene but he just (laughs) he knits sweaters and that is his passion (laughs) and it will be of ducks in a pond or a place that he visited and i i don't know i can't even explain it you just have to go watch his videos because they're so good and it's just very very wholesome i love that you really brought up some very niche creators in this like very very specific and i think that's so fun and great and hopefully you guys enjoy checking them out that's what to me is like my the most pure content that clearly makes me so happy is it's just like people that have such a passion and that's what they're posting about and it comes through so well because that is just what they truly like love and i love like the personality and more lifestyle influencers that i follow as well but that was just 
yeah, not really what came to mind as much when I was brainstorming. Like, who do I go on there and just guarantee to smile on my face? Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't know how I could possibly niche down LMAO also saying that and like I only ever post my animals. I'm like, um, every single caption of mine is like, uh, cat mom, goat mom, horse mom, horse girl. <laughs> like, anyway. It's like I so, couldn't niche down because I want too many different types of animals. <laughs> yeah, literally. I'm like, unfortunately, I love them all. So I want to start off by saying that one of the things we love about the internet is the inspiration that it brings. Like, I think there's so much inspiration to be found, like we just were talking about with fashion and food and lifestyle and art. I love that aspect of it that you can look for you can just go on and scroll to simply find inspiration or you can more, you know, use something like Pinterest where it's more curated for that. But I love that about that, especially being a tattoo artist as my job. I feel like it's so beneficial for me to be able to see and become inspired by what other people are creating or doing or saying. Yeah. Yeah. I had something on a similar thread is just like to be reminded that there was so much flourishing creativity going on because sometimes when we live in a world of so many trends and of people like kind of recreating the same thing over and over and things can become more of a monoculture that there can be a general feeling of uh just yeah less individuality but i see so much creativity coming through and people really exhibiting the things that are their passions or make every person unique and see like stunning imagery i like old school like things that were around before the internet is what I mean by old school, like seeing Nat Geo photographers work that you're like, wow, look at the natural world is just mind blowing or Vogue and fashion editorials and having access to things like that on there. I love seeing the different, yeah, just in any different space, whether it's cooking or whatever, you're not even, a working artist it's just something that people post for fun of their ceramics whatever it is there's so much creativity to be found on there and i think that that's always inspiring for me and just also a little eye candy just seeing an image where you're like oh slay <laughs> yeah not me and- not being able to think of a better adjective <laughs> <laughs> yeah well you know by the same token being able to support small businesses on there i think is so cool i'm clearly feel very blessed about that because that's how i have my clientele but being able to see people's art and creations and supporting their small businesses is super cool Mm -hmm. and then another huge people that i otherwise wouldn't have like ever known about i mean it's impossible literally yeah how else would you have known um Mm -hmm. 
also education i think is a huge pillar that is really important to us on there and we've spoken a lot about like matt bernstein whose handle is matt xiv and um another trans creator that i really love and admire their handle is pink manta ray and it's skylar baylor who was Mm -hmm. a harvard swimmer um but they share so much education as well and even while this is all going on in gaza the amount of people that are over there like journalists and stuff that are i mean their life is quite literally on the line and are still Mm. taking their time to educate people and spread like global awareness about issues i think is i mean that's could be argued to be one of the most important things about the internet yeah just the ability for obviously it can be so much pressure with the news that we're bombarded with from everywhere in the world going on at once but i think that that can be taken as a negative thing and in certain ways it's really hard but i'm grateful for the amount of awareness that we're allowed because of having this sort of access and it has definitely made me just more of a conscious person in terms of contextualizing your own life and really internalizing like just because you're experiencing the world one way does not mean that everyone else is living like you and in fact there yeah there's so many so many lives going on at once and i think that it can feel heavy but It's also a huge gratitude thing for me that I feel like, okay, well, I'm aware when something is going on and then you get to choose how you can help in whatever way that is. And sometimes there might not be really help you can offer, but I like to share stuff on my Instagram to help inform other people because I like it when I feel like empowered that I know something about just the state of things and what's going on or making little donations when people share GoFundMes or have something like with the Maui fires going on that you can contribute even if it's five dollars even if you don't have a lot to offer I think that group action does make a big difference and that yeah the awareness gives you the ability to then go in whatever direction that your action takes you whether that's voting or calling representatives or donating money or sharing or educating your family like it whatever you choose to go from there having access to the information gives you a choice and by that same token like by everyone having a voice it can definitely be a double-edged sword but also we are allowed to hear from perspectives that otherwise in the past would have been a lot harder to access when people relied more on like two or three news channels to give them any information outside of their own like insular bubble yeah i i certainly agree and i think kind of um stemming off of part of what you touched on is the community aspect i think so 
in such beautiful ways i have seen people like band together and create communities for support of course it can go the other way too but we are focusing on the positive right now um you know that has happened i have felt that even with people coming together and sharing about like for example my last flash event which i forgot to update about it was so successful and so much fun like i truly had such a special day and can't wait for the next one um and i'm super grateful for that but part of the reason it was such a success is because so many people shared about it like i had so many different people you might not think that adding something to your story makes that big of a difference, but for someone who's a small creative, like it seriously makes a world of difference. And the fact that I had that many tattoo time slots just filled, like basically in the blink of an eye is so special and something I don't take for granted at all. And it made me think of it the other day because I don't know, speaking of Dylan, if you saw that she just did a little ad for Urban Decay, it was literally on her birthday. It was so cute. She looked so fire, but it was there. I don't know if it's a setting spray. Um, and all of my animals are wild in right now. It is cracking me up. I seriously have like, I have an animal on my lap, an animal trying to destroy my, um, dried arrangements like we talked about with the mom anyway you guys but yeah so she made this really cute ad whatever it was super short just cute ad of her no makeup then spray and then she has her full glam on and she posted on her story and was like guys unfortunately the trolls found this video it would mean so much if you could put a little love on it and of course Ran, I ran and mm -hmm. added some comments and it was so amazing to see like what had been an issue that the trolls found became like hundreds and hundreds of comments just like lifting up this beautiful trans woman who like is also literally mm -hmm. just trying to make a living as well and I think that's so powerful like the power in numbers is so crazy that if you literally you don't know how much it means and maybe it doesn't mean the same thing to everybody but like if someone even takes the time to drop a heart emoji on one of my things like that is so mm -hmm. meaningful and impactful to me and just the same with other creators like it's so cool that the positivity kindness love can so quickly drown out like bigotry and hate with community mm -hmm. especially when there are certain groups that are just right now receiving such disproportionate vitriol particularly trans people and trans women, I mean, queer people in general, is just straight up not a safe time to be <laughs> to be out on the internet. And that could be a really heavy thing, but there is such amazing community out there to be found for those people as well that, yeah, I saw that same post of dylan's and went and they had drowned out all the noise like the comment section was not the one that dylan must have seen when i when the she posted because when i saw it everyone's just like building 
each other up and it's it's so important and serious when uh, especially just people should deep dive more into dylan's account but they during pride month did a sponsorship with bud light that went so south and they pulled their sponsorship with dylan and target like pulled some of their pride products and people just are not people corporations are not doing right by the queer community they're rainbow washing and using pride for marketing but they're not putting their money where their mouth is and actually supporting building up and like protecting the queer people that they claim to support and so like has been the case for generations the community is doing it all for each other and not waiting for the government or for the powers that be to make it a safe space for each other because that's just that's just not how it happens and it's always the actual like chosen family and the people around you that want to build you up that are going to be there through the thick and thin and that's definitely <laughs> something that I that was on my list initially was like the TikTok comment section and I know for sure there's not a chance that there isn't a lot of like negativity and bad vibes in people's comment sections that's for sure you're not going to get away from that i think some of it is bots and a lot of it's just like people that want to come on and be haters and you can't help that but i will say maybe just it's the algorithm how they push to me because i never interact with negative comments that maybe i'm just not seeing it but almost always if i end up looking at a tiktok like tiktok comments it's just a, a pretty good community vibe over there people write a little more yeah sometimes it's a dropped emoji and like you said that is meaningful too i think and I love to, I'm an emoji dropper, that's for sure. But also people will say really meaningful things and have conversations with each other that is like community building or you can tell friendships form over the internet that way and just supporting people even, I don't know, I don't want to say, never mind, I am not going to call someone out and put them right on the spot, but someone that I saw that I felt was making a, a pretty cringy video it was nothing harmful i was just like oh my gosh this is very chuggy opened up the comment section everyone was being so nice so supportive they're like i love you so much like this is the best and whatever they were just being so happy and positive i'm like wow when i'm the hater because i was like what are people saying about this and it was only nice but that made me happy i'm like great i'm so glad <laughs> yeah that literally reminds me of Dylan again because she just posted on her story like looking back at her earlier videos from her early days of girlhood and she like put eyeliner stickers on because she didn't really know how to do her eyeliner and in the video she's like, I know, thank you, like these are stickers you wouldn't even know right and she's and now current dylan is like girl yes we know we can tell and it was not doing work but to all of you <laughs> that were filling my comment section with love i can't tell you how much that meant to me back then like obviously now i'm looking back and cringing but the fact that i was like so vulnerably and at the start of my transition and straight up 
didn't know how to do my makeup and stuff and you guys were hyping me up like that will never cease to amaze me and be something i'm grateful for um yeah that's so, so that's that stuff is just so sweet and i feel like another thing is just in general feeling less alone i think there are issues like one of them my acne journey right now like i am amidst a breakout and it's so nice to go on and see other beautiful people that i'm like you are beautiful like not only everyone's beautiful in their own way but then also getting to see like me being like oh getting to see conventional beauty like but yeah it can be nice <laughs> to be like so refreshing when someone conventionally <laughs> beautiful has an issue as well literally but uh, when people have breakouts and i'm like and you are so effing beautiful and i'm not i'm not saying that to be nice like they're so it's just nice to be like yep there's you and then also with my lifestyle i've felt so much less alone like seeing videos from other people who cowboy and ranch and this kind of stuff that I am like feel so deep in that sometimes in my mm -hmm. own personal life I don't feel like I have made much of a community of people around me who have the same lifestyle so then when I tune onto the internet and see other people like talking about the sacrifice and showing what that day-to-day -day can look like it just makes me feel so much less alone like oh yeah like there are other people that choose day in and day out to make the sacrifices like i do to like for the land and for the animals and it's just nice because sometimes i feel like oh this person on another trip and this person <clears throat> in bali and this person doing whatever literally partying late at night and stuff that i feel like i just can't do a lot of the times i don't know i love that feeling of like having connectedness mm -hmm. in that way yeah i definitely felt that way oh speak of the devil when it comes to with roger because i at first one <laughs> when we first encountered some lunging and barking and clear like oh how refreshing roger that you would like to know that i'm you're ready for me to be done podcasting but yeah just to see how many people go through similar things and come out the other side with their training i was like okay we can do this Shh. <laughs> That's not a good way to get him to calm down. <laughs> um, no, I you know. obviously know I all know. the ways. But yeah, right, 100%. Like, especially when you're going through something so involved and so emotional, it's like, no offense, but thank goodness you're also going through a hard time because, boy, can it feel lonely when you are so deep into what feels like a problem or a hardship or a sacrifice and then like oh yeah actually 100 percent other people are going through this too um literally random thought about this but also like the opportunity for remote employment i think is such 
a cool part of the internet. So true. Like, so beautiful. And so many people could not have... They before just felt like they couldn't have the full life that they wanted. And now that they have remote employment, like they feel so much more empowered in the rest of their life as well. Definitely. That is such a good point. And this is, of course, not a comprehensive list of all the good that can come. But that I feel like is a good little taste, a good reminder that it's not all just doom scrolling and screen time. There's there's a lot there's a way that you can use the internet for good and joy and community and information and all that stuff and it makes you feel good to just remember that it's it doesn't have to feel like such a guilty experience anytime we're on our phones or whatever it is i know that everyone's just grappling with how to balance that sort of relationship maybe not everyone but i feel it's a predominant theme and so thanks for coming on and doing that with me quinn and um i think that it would be good i can just at least link some handles of the people that we talked about in our show notes if you want to go show these people some love or go on to our instagram posts and tell us about anyone that anyone or anything about the internet that you think we maybe missed or you just want a second that you love that about it because again let's keep this keep the love going keep that positivity coming around for people and keep that energy strong as we head into another year of all being on our phones together (laughs) we're like and you know keep the positivity flowing right into our inbox just commenting on our posts sharing our podcasts engaging with our stories like the more the merrier why not yeah just a review like i'm just saying we said there's power in numbers so who does it hurt and helps everybody hurts nobody hurts nobody (laughs) literally boosts the economy no just kidding but straight up we're we're working toward the economy you guys it goes to the economy Yeah, Yeah. well, have a very happy Tuesday or whatever day you decided to join us this week. We're so excited to um, get to keep chatting, chatting to each other, chatting to you, heading into the new year. And as always, feel free to let us know if there's anything that you would like to see next, see more of. We're definitely setting some goals for the year and hoping to bring you more and better in whatever ways we can. Certainly. Ditto to that. We, If we could, we would just grab each one of your cute little heads and ask you if it was okay and give you just a little kiss on the forehead. You and your presence mean so much to us. Thanks for being patient with our animals. We, you know, we couldn't do it without them. They really couldn't do it without us, but also we couldn't do it without them and we can't do it in a space without them. So thanks for understanding. And honestly, they just want to add into the, yeah, but they just want to add into the conversation. How can we blame them? 
Yeah, they're like, get my name out your mouth. <laughs> yeah, they're like, Roger, who? <laughs> what are you talking about? But thank you so much for listening, you guys. I had a lot of fun with this. And um, we will see you so very soon. Before you even know it, we'll be speaking with you again. So until then... <sighs> Until then, woo woo woo. We'll talk to you soon. Talk to, talk Bye, to guys. you soon, you guys. Bye.